one day, Simula, the sun will set on my time here. And, we'll and we are live, driving through Peru podcast episode 67. In my freshest J's, I ain't slept days. Girl, you gon' make me late undressing me. No, you ain't seen me since yesterday. But see, I got a date with destiny. Cause this is some of that our life changed. Hove asked me, is you ready for it? I looked around at all his nice things. Told him, nigga, you already know it. Yes, and we are live, Driving Through Proof Podcast, episode 67. Welcome if you are new, welcome back if you've been driving through to the best podcast on my street. Done that with ease. Finally, we're making making headway. We're, we're getting there, guys. Oh, boy. Oh, kind of excited to record today. Got quite a few things to speak about. As a matter of fact, let me start. Yo, I just looked at this. I've got this book around. Um, so, I came across this book the other day. Uh, it's called Text to Me. Uh, hundreds hundreds of new text messages to send. Right? This book, This was like, it was published by Penguin, if you believe that. It was published when 2001. First published in 2001. So, you know, it's some bullshit. So, they've, they've given you a bunch of like... Um, acronyms and stuff to text so obviously you know like lol is lol fantastic lmao is laugh my ass off fantastic we know these ones brb be right back i don't use brb you can't use brb like just don't text back (laughs) i never understood brb in text i never it was like an msn thing and i never understood it like just don't reply until you can reply don't tell me that you'll be right back just like no one's anticipating you you ain't the new you're not the new Harry Potter. Like, no, you ain't, you ain't the new iPhone. <laughs> I'm not waiting outside in no line for you. Just relax and reply when you reply about BRB. Be right back. Shut up. I don't like that. But this book now, I'm expecting to come across some, like, some lit, you know, acronyms. And it's just some stupid things in here that I can't, I can't, I can't fathom. I've had this book since Friday. And it, <laughs> I didn't even see this one. CRBT. As a matter of fact, we're going to play a little game. See if anyone's ever like heard of these ones, right? I'm not going to go too far. Um, BBIW. So, oh, so not BBW. BBIW. See, when I when I see that, I'm thinking, uh, I don't know. Big-breasted, independent women. But no, it's uh, Big Brother is watching. Okay, um, BMGWL, I'll give you some time to think about it, BMGWL, busting my gut with laughter, now here's the thing, right, this is like, we're playing like a little like text acronym bingo here on Driving Through Peru, here we, we finally made it, mum, this is what I do, <laughs> mum, this is what your 26 year old son does, this is your firstborn, this is what I do, I read out text acronyms, over, I record by myself <laughs> in my bedroom and send it to people <laughs> reading text acronyms like CRBT, crying real big tears. <laughs> this is so stupid. Some of these things, it's like, why would you gonna why why are you gonna send that to like, to someone? Uh, oh my gosh. Just imagine yourself using these. And if you use them, stop listening to the podcast, please. 
that's how that's how we're rolling today. If you if you use any of these, just don't ever listen again, please. Thanks. We don't want people like you around, if we're honest. Uh, put yourself in a position where you'd ever send this text. DLTBBB. So DLTBBB. Don't let the bedbugs bite. Fantastic. Oh my gosh. F T B O M H. F T B O M H. From the bottom of my heart. Who texts that? Oh my. H T. H T. So just H T. Hi there. <laughs> Who even texts hi there? What a creep. What a nonce. Hi there. No, I went, hi there or no text. G O O M F. Get out of my face. This is what I don't understand. They're just making some bullshit up because. What do you mean? Get you're texting. I'm gonna find. I'm gonna find some. So, oh, J M O. Just my opinion. Ooh, sassy. Okay, here we go. Here we're getting into the the foolishness now. I Y K W I M. I Y K W I M. If you know what I mean. L S H M B H Laughing so hard my belly hurts L S H M B B Laughing so hard my belly's bouncing This is just um, <laughs> These are what killed me M T F B W Y May the four may uh, may the force be with you N I am B-Y. Not in my backyard. Not in my backyard. This uh, P-M-F-J-I. Pardon me for jumping in. I'm going to end it real soon. Actually, real soon now. There's an acronym for that. R-S-N. Real soon now. Um. Okay. R-O-F-L-W-T-I-M-E. Who on earth has the time to send one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, a nine letter acronym. What are we doing with our lives? R-O-F-L-W-T-I-M-E. Rolling on the floor laughing with tears in my eyes. Why do you have to be so descriptive? Like, yeah, we're laughing. Cool. Some bullshit, man. I'm done with this book. I thought it'd be fun. I've only come out with like one thing that I really like that I'm going to use, which is W I B A M U. Well, that'll be a monkey's uncle. Can't wait to use that in a text. And also Y S W. Yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> yeah, sure, whatever. So that was. It's just there in front of me, so I thought I'd just talk about it for a minute. It was some bullshit, man, honestly. You know, I also been thinking about, like, little horrors that you go through, like, just in your day-to-day life. They're not super serious. They're just little things that are super horrific. And you're like, oh, and give you that, that heart-sinking feeling. Like, I went and sat on the toilet the other day, and the toilet seat was up. Oh, my gosh. As soon as your bottom touches that cold ceramic, no way. <laughs> I thought... Every time that happens, you feel like you're going to fall 
down the toilet and get flushed away. Like, like I'm just going to end up in a sewer system somewhere. Or spit me out somewhere near friggin' Nuneaton or something. I don't know. <laughs> I always feel like, oh no. <laughs> like, I sat down. Because, you, you know, when you might sit down and do your business, you feel like, yeah, man, my time. Let me just oh, relax. Play some Miles Davis whilst I'm here. So, sit down and, whoa, it's just a horror, horrible feeling. You know, I once went into someone's house and they didn't have a toilet seat. Like, not even a toilet, they didn't have, like, a, a, a cover, they didn't have a seat. It looked like a bidet. And I was looking around, I, I mean, I didn't go up there to sit down. So, I'm just doing what I'm doing. And I'm looking around like, yo, <laughs> I mean, what, how can people sit on this? Like, you can't sit on a toilet without a seat. That is just woeful. It's unbelievable. You just can't do it. And by the way, I was talking about my plants the other day, about something that I'd done to them. I don't know what I had done, but everyone's everyone's all right now, except one. We don't talk about that. But everyone's all right. What I had done, I wanted to be... It came from a place of love, plants. I want you to all know that. And I want people listening to know that it came from a place of love. But I tend to do stupid things to plants every now and again by loving them too hard. I feel like I'm a baby when it comes to plants. You know when babies are, oh, I just love it. Oh, I broke it. Oh, no. Dad, I love you. Let me scratch your eye out. I feel like I'm a bit too heavy-handed with my love um, when it comes to plants. <laughs> that sounds proper weird. But... Like, what I'd done, I wanted to spray them down with some water, you know, sort of leaves. So, like, just clean off the leaves and just refresh them because they're still breathing, you know, from from the leaves and stuff. So, I thought, oh, yeah, let me do that to them. Let me just, like, get them going, make them feel good. So, I washed out this, like, it was an like iron, it had iron water in it. One of them spray things that give your clothes just a nice fragrance. It didn't really give my clothes that much. Anyway, that doesn't matter. But, so I sprayed it down. Sprayed down all my plants. I washed out the thing. Sprayed down all my plants. Then I started noticing plants are looking sad. And plants and things are dying. I'm like, no, 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 no. What happened? So, I'm thinking the only thing that has changed is that I sprayed them with all with this water. I'm thinking, but it's just water. Basically, all the chemicals are still in the bottle. Like, I washed it out, but it could still smell like the perfume and stuff, and that wasn't good for the plants. So I quickly went and got myself like a a like a brand new bottle just to spray. And everything was all right after that. You know, every, everyone's been chilling after that. Looking like they're having a grand old time. But yeah, like other little horrors. That was a little horror for me. I'm not going to lie. Other little horrors, like, you know, when you walk out and you forget your key. <laughs> Or you walk out and forget your key. Like, you feel like you've forgotten your wallet. The amount of times that happens, I'm like, <gasps> oh, it's, it's here. I do it sometimes when I go shopping. I'm like, yeah, cool. And it's like, yeah, it comes to whatever it comes to. I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. Let me just, <gasps> oh, no. I'm like, <gasps> oh, left in the car. Do you mind if I just, yeah, wallet's in the car. Gosh. Anytime you feel like something's just missing, it's just a quick, <gasps> like a log flume feel. Like, as you're about to hit the water, like, <gasps> One of them ones. Anyway, we're going to talk about ASAP Rocky. Um, because Sweden's on some bullshit. <laughs> Sweden is on some bullshit right now with ASAP Rocky. So, 
ASAP Rocky got arrested in Sweden the other day. And apparently he could be facing like six years or something. I don't think that's going to happen, but they've decided to keep him, hold him, whilst they, I don't know, and get gather some case, I guess. So they decided to hold him for two weeks as it stands right now. Um, so ASAP Rocky's currently detained in Sweden for, um, they say he, like, he attacked someone. It was It was an assault, aggravated assault. Now... I've seen that and I thought, well, you know, ASAP Rocky tends to like, I've seen him a few times do that type of thing, like just beat people up. <laughs> but I think people bother him when he does it. I don't think ASAP Rocky's ever like just decided to, he's not that kind of guy. People have like bothered him, so he's retaliated. So after I heard all this news about him in like in prison and stuff and I've seen it all over Instagram, whatever, I went and found a video. This dude, right, this guy is actually it's two of them following eight. It's like ASAP, two guys, and his security. So, there's a video of ASAP so saying, like, like, can you leave me alone, please? Please leave me alone. I think he was just doing it for the cameras. I think ASAP Rocky knew eventually I'm going to slap this guy in his head. But I want, I want the documents to show that I tried, I really tried to leave him alone. <laughs> ASAP Rocky's like, please. Stop following us. Leave, please. Letting his security handle it. Security, I don't know why the security didn't just turn this boy into a mashed potato because that security guy was big. You, yo, that security guy would have beat the shit out of this dude. This guy's going on, going on, following him for about three blocks, they said. What me? Three blocks, they said. Following Rocky and his, and his little crew. Um... Apparently, the guy was, like, walking past women as well on the way whilst following them, like, slapping them on the bottom and, and this and that. ASAP was like, yo, just leave us alone, please. Like, we don't... ASAP actually said to him, we don't want to fight you. Like, we don't want any issues. Just please leave us alone. Guy didn't want to do it. Didn't want to leave him alone. Security was like, yo, you're testing me now. <laughs> When someone says, yo, you're testing me now, like, he knows he's about to risk it all and give it all up for this dude. So he's like, yo, just chill. This guy takes his headphones off, like, throws them at security guard, hits the security guard, hits him with something else. Security guard's like, move, man, allow it. Like, like an annoying little brother, just leave me alone. Eventually, this guy's going on. ASAP Rocky even gets some people, some, some women, to, like, speak to the guy. Like, can you tell him? So leave us alone, please. Like, speak to him in, in what do they speak in Sweden? Swede? Swedish? Yeah, speak to him in Swedish. Like, talk to the boy. Like, essentially <laughs> leave me alone. They're trying to explain, guy's not leaving it alone. He's, he just wants it. He wanted to get punched in his head. Honestly. At that point, ASAP had enough. Thought, yo, come here. <laughs> Dashed the guy to the floor. Popped off on him a couple times. And that was the video. Like, the video's not long. It's about three or four seconds of just that. Cool. Then ASAP gets arrested. Uh, Sweden. See, in my head, that's self-defense. I think that was totally warranted. I feel like it was welcomed. I actually feel like this guy requested a beating. I feel like he, he went out that day, that day applying like to the universe. Say, hey, oh, you got any like beating jobs going about? Because I, I need one. I'm looking for it. He, he played the beating lottery and he got it 
Jackpot. Ding, ding, ding. ASAP Rocky gave it to him. Like, I don't understand how in any world you can see that th- those videos. You can see the man clearly, like, harassing them. The boy's not dead. He's not injured like that. It's not like everyone jumped on him and stamped on his head. They sort of dashed him on the floor and punched him a couple of times. Like, leave me alone. I don't understand in what world, right, that would be ASAP Rocky was aggravated. No, that's self-defense. That's not aggravated assault. That is self-defense. Because now I'm in fear because, you know, the law, well, I, I don't know. I ain't got a clue about Swedish law. But in in England, um, here we go. What's the act? It doesn't really matter what the act is. I think it's Offences Against a Person Act, Section 47, when they talk about assault. So assault, I think like section like 1A is like you 40, 47A or something. It's not, you don't have to be, you don't have to actually be hit to be assaulted. No contact has to be applied at all. You just, to, for you to be assaulted, you just have to feel like you're in um, immediate threat of being, of being um, assaulted, like physically. This guy already done it. I'd have felt in. Hey, I'm scared. I'd have. I'd have been in threat as soon as you looked at me. Ah, uh, I'm scared. I just had to defend myself. I was scared. They let it go. The guy hit him. Guy thrown this headphones at security guard. Thrown something else at the security guard. And they're just walking around, letting him do what he's doing. Sorry, these headphones, man. I need to sort these out. They bother me. So. Guy got dashed on the floor and now ASAP's him <laughs> being held in prison. That is the most stupid thing. Like, that guy needs to be arrested as well. I don't understand. I don't understand the law sometimes, but I don't know if they're trying to make an example. I don't know if they're looking at it and go, well, you know, this ignorant black American and his squad are out here beating us up. That's not going to happen. But I really feel like the judicial system should like change to like as, as a common sense type of should have a, a referendum just to implement some common sense into things. Like, I mean, let me see that video. Oh, that is you, uh, boy, dude, boy. You were following him. They could have. They could have really damaged you. They didn't. Why were you following him? Why didn't you leave him alone? Now, now you got slapped up. Cool, you deserve that. That's just like normal justice. That's just like the world. That's exactly what needs to happen. So I'm really confused. And, you know, I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, free ASAP. But yeah, free ASAP. <laughs> I'm not going to do this, but I'm going to do it right now. Nah, like ASAP Rock, you know. I mean, I, I was expecting at some point that like Jay-Z was going to like, pop out of somewhere and gonna buy Sweden <laughs> and go nah give ASAP back as a matter of fact no we own Sweden now like, and just kick all the Swedish people out <laughs> Jay-Z is funny man I, honestly I'm waiting for it though I'm waiting for Jay-Z to do something because Jay-Z just tends to like dibble and dabble and he has his hands in, in things but more more times than not we would never know but I just have a feeling that Jay-Z is gonna go and buy Ikea or 
he's gonna he's gonna gonna do something that's gonna piss like Swedish people off, and just he'll bring back ASAP Rocky. That's what I see happening. That's some foolishness, man. ASAP Rocky, you know, remember the last time ASAP Rocky went was locked up. ASAP Rocky came out telling stories about some fight. I hope ASAP Rocky's not fighting in prison. Because, yo, ASAP Rocky was like, yo, we're fighting. Niggas slipping on semen. <laughs> what? No, whoa, whoa. ASAP, what? Slipping. Do you know how much semen has to be on a floor for you to be <laughs> ASAP Rocky's like, niggas just jacking off on the floor. What? No. No, ASAP. If, yo, yo. If there's semen on the floor, you can have it. I'm not fighting you. Like, what am I doing? What am I really doing? Because I've already told you, I checked the floor. I'm a paranoid guy. Shout out Andy. Andy always asks me, do you check the floor? <laughs> I have to check the floor. How How's the floor feeling? People want to, like, before they leave the house, they, they, they check the weather and go, hmm. Looking a bit... Nah, forget what the weather's like. What's the floor like? I can't touch the sky. Like Kanye. I can't touch the sky. I can feel the floor, though. So I just... What, what shoes are we wearing today? Nice. Okay, cool. That's it. That, that feels good. I feel like I'll be all right. Always check the floor. If the floor is filled with semen... I'm not fighting you. Regardless, I might want to. I'm I'm letting it slide. I don't care. I'm I'm not even gonna like punch back. I'm just gonna let you punch me. I'm like yo yo chill chill chill. I, I don't want to fight you for real. I really don't want to fight you right now. Like leave me alone. <laughs> Call me a bitch. Whatever. I'm not fighting. If the floor ain't good, like that's just not happening. If there's especially if there's semen on the floor, Swedish semen. No, uh, ASAP Rocky slipping on Swedish semen. <laughs> Right, come on, ASAP. Come on, ASAP. I wonder what the sweet. Apparently, right, he's in like inhumane um, conditions right over there in Sweden right about now. And I just don't. I find that really weird because I expect to like Swedish prisons. I expect everything in like Sweden to just look beautiful. Everything. So I thought it might have like all like flat pack prison cells. Everything's like super cool. I mean, cheap and it's shit, but it looks nice. But apparently it's inhumane. I, I, I can't see that happening in Sweden. I just struggle with that. But then I would like to see what is the racial build-up or racial makeup of Swedish prisons. Because in Sweden have a lot of um, lots of Malians um, are in Sweden. A lot of just Africans, as a matter of fact, black Africans are in Sweden. So I'd love to know what the racial breakdown is in Sweden. I might, that might be a little research project. That's what I'm going to do. I just feel like that would be really interesting to know. But yeah, man. <clears throat> Hope ASAP Rocky's over there. He's not fighting. ASAP Rocky just doesn't, like, suit prison. Just look at him, like... He dresses way too well. Like, his skin's too good. Like, come on, get ASAP out of there. <laughs> leave ASAP alone, please. Just, like, leave him alone. Oh my god! Like sometimes when they say like free, free whoever, nah, 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 keep them for a bit actually because yeah, the way they move. But ASAP Rocky just he just wants to like put clothes on. He ain't trying anything. 
that's it. He just cares about like clothes and women, by the looks of it. Barely cares about his music. Actually, that's I shouldn't really say that. I shouldn't say that. I'm talking about that. he's like he's Kanye. But yeah, man, free ASAP. Come on, Sweden. You can't do that. Because now people are saying they're not going to Sweden. Uh, uh, I mean, I find it interesting. Like, some of his, like, his friends, like Schoolboy Q's, like, never going back to Sweden. Sweden's cancelled. How are you going to cancel the country? <laughs> Sweden's cancelled. So, I think uh, Tyler the Creator was like, no more Sweden for me, ever. Like, no matter what happens, it might free ASAP tomorrow. He's not going to Sweden ever because Sweden are moving bonkers right about now. Schoolboy Q is also like, nah, yeah, me too. No more Sweden. So, Sweden. And Tyler, the creator, you see, the thing is, right, certain artists, when, certain American like rap artists, when they go to, when they do European shows, some will do the Swedens. Like, people like Drake, doesn't, he won't, probably don't, like, when you're that big, you probably don't have a show in Sweden. You're going to do a few dates in England. You're going to do Ireland. You're going to do one date in Ireland, maybe two. Um, you're going to get, when they do the European tours, that's really what they do. They might, they can go anywhere, but they might have one in like France. Might be a Germany one. It tends to be like a, a Netherlands one. Who's like going to like Denmark? Who's really going to Scandinavia to do a show like that? Like, you see, it's the other tier of rappers. Like, you see, someone like Schoolboy Q, he can do a bunch of like different European dates. He'll have like the the show in Denmark, the show in Belgium, the show in Sweden. So they're going to miss out because that's from what I've gathered. Of Europeans, they like that type of hip hop. Tyler the Creator will will pop all over Europe. It's just weird. Tyler the Creator will do something like that. Schoolboy Q can do something like that. That like abs souls in them. They can have like the Sweden shows. But ASAP Rocky as well actually is on that level. So when you're doing that, like. And people are like cancelling their shows. Like, no, no, no. See, I was going to be, be in Sweden, but I'm not now because this is what you're doing. That's just quite a big deal, actually. That is quite a big deal. Like, when artists will say, I'm never come back to that country. Why? Because you arrested this guy. That that will then, that will then, that will then put pressure on the country to like, just act right, man. Come on, Sweden. I like Sweden as well. I don't want to do this. <clears throat> I like Sweden. I've never been to Sweden. I mean, I was planning to, but I like, I just like the idea of Sweden. So come on, Sweden. Sweden. But yes, yo, ASAP, don't slip on no Swedish semen. <laughs> uh, he'll be all right, man. He's not going to be there for that long. Yeah. You know the song I played at the beginning, right? Uh, Return of Simba. It was like a J. Cole track from years ago, like 2000 and... Yeah, 2011 or maybe 2010. Bars. It's hard. And it kind of ties in. Return of Simba, Lion King, right? Lion King's coming out. Well, Lion King's out this week. Um, And it's just made me think of Little Mermaid. 
So, Little Mermaid. Oh my gosh, look at the tie. Look at the look how things tie together. So I didn't meet I didn't like want to play Return of Simba because Lion King's out. Come on. What kind of podcast do you think I am? What kind of podcast do you think this is? Sorry, I am not the podcast. Um imagine I'm just a walking podcast. Um but it made me think like When I when I was just playing it at the beginning, it made me think, oh yeah, Lion King. I thought, oh yeah, Lion King. Then as I'm speaking, Lion King made me think about uh, Little Mermaid. But check the tie. So J. Cole's original Lion King like reference. Lion King's now out. Beyonce is in Lion King. Then another Disney film is coming out, Little Mermaid, with her name is I think it's Haley. Haley from Chloe and Haley, which is a, um, a a duo signed to Beyonce. Look at that! And then J Cole is signed to Jay Z. Oh, we've cracked it! Oh my gosh, Jay Z owns Disney. Shit! I didn't even look at it. Wow! 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 Jay Z made LeBron the point guard again. Uh, oh shit! Ah, this is mad. This keeps happening. Oh boy, this, yo, this is this is mad. This is mad. Hey, this is wait. Let me stop. Let me re. Let me recalibrate. All right. So, a Rock Nation artist by the name of J Cole. Let's start before that. From Marcy Projects, born nineteen sixty nine, December fourth. A man named Sean Corey Carter, grown into being. Jay-Z, great. Jay-Z then went and signed J. Cole, right? This is mad. Jay-Z went and then signed J. Cole. J. Cole, in 2011, put out a track but before there was any idea of a new Lion King, just the Lion King. Put out a song called Return of Simba. All right? Cool. Years later, eight years later, years later, Beyonce, the wife of Jay-Z. Well, I mean, she's not just the wife of Jay-Z. It just so happens that they happen to be married. What the hell? So Jay Cole, so you've got Jay-Z and Beyonce. They're the married parents. Underneath the family tree is Jay-Z bought his son, which is Jay Cole. Beyonce bought her daughters, Chloe and Haley. Another line, another Disney film that will be released after years, Little Mermaid. Who's in it? Beyonce's artist, Haley. That is ridiculous. Then I just went and just gave Jay-Z a wow, gave Beyonce a wow because they own everything in the world. Just gave them a wow. Waiting. The wow, this wow drop is really not about the wow. It's not about the wow anymore. Wow. 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 It's not really about the wow anymore. It's about making LeBron the point guard. <laughs> that's what the drop is really become. It's about whoever that's your that's your that's your pat on the back. Well done, mate. You made LeBron the point guard. It's a weird expression, but hey, we're gonna work with it, aren't we? We're gonna work with it. It's here now. Now I just said, yeah, made LeBron the point guard. Jay-Z made LeBron the point guard. As of yesterday, 
the Lakers announced. As a matter of fact, yeah, yesterday the Lakers announced that they are moving LeBron from the small forward position to the point guard position. So, yo, round of applause. Yo, wow again. Because the Lakers made LeBron the point guard. Wow. 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 Now, I'm not saying. Wow. Wow. I know, Owen Wilson. I'm not saying for one minute I wouldn't ever. I mean, I couldn't. I couldn't really say that it was me that put this shit into the universe. I just really wouldn't say that. But I've been I've been making LeBron the point guard since when? When? Where are we now? Big old July. I've been making yo, been making LeBron the point guard. How long have I had this drop? Yo, we've been doing this for Been making LeBron the point guard since like last September. Beyond, maybe. For about a year now, we've been making LeBron a point guard. Yeah. We've been, we've been talking about making LeBron the point guard. Andy, come on, bro. We've been talking about making LeBron the point guard. You know, it's been a while. And he's like, let me get some juice. Please. It's been a while. I remember when we used to predict things all the damn time. It's been a while. They predicted something. Or we said something first and then it's just happened. How long have we been making LeBron the point guard? How many times have I said, just make LeBron the point guard and it will all be all right. And then what do the Lakers then go and do? They go, you know what? As a matter of fact, I mean, I heard it on a podcast. There's some little... Shit podcast, I heard it. Someone said we should make LeBron point guard. That's how I feel. That's how I feel that happened. I think Magic Johnson went in there and said, "You know." So I listened to uh, a podcast, and um, I think we should um, make LeBron the point guard. I think that's what happened. I really believe that. I'm taking credit for it. I don't care what anyone says. Fuck the NBA. <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. I made LeBron the point guard. That was me. So, Laker Nation, Laker fans, you're very, very welcome. We, driving through Peru, best podcast on the street. Soon to be the best podcast on the streets. But anyway, best podcast on the street uh, from Little O Leicester went and made LeBron the point guard. Wow. 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 Come on. And if if anyone says I didn't, just think about this. That's stupid, guys. If anyone thinks I didn't. Is this camera on me? Yes, it's on. That's stupid. Use your common sense. Don't forget the blogs. Forget how you feel about me. Hate me if you want to. Love me if you want. But just use your common sense. Yeah. Forget the blogs, forget the media. Just use your common sense. Who done it? You're out here listening to ESPN. No, no, who done it, really? <laughs> forget how you feel about me. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, right. So that song just made me think about Lion King. Lion King made me think about Little Mermaid. Uh, Little Mermaid made me think about these racist bitches that just keep running their mouths. Racist people. Let's have a... Let's go out together, man. Let's have like, 
You know when people used to have like street parties, like the whole street will come out and be a one long table. Let's come on, racist people. Let's talk about it because you lot are mad. Like they're going crazy. Why do it's so it's racism is so tied to it's just entitlement. Why do you feel so entitled to things that don't exist, like James Bond? You weirdos. <laughs> James Bond, you know, you got a bit, you know how many things I've got to do? So I don't understand. James Bond, I'm gonna I'm gonna be pissed off about a James Bond. What colour James Bond is? Are you, I'm trying to figure out what colour my teeth are. Racist people, brush your teeth. I hate caring about what colour a mer- little mermaid. Bro, first of all, those people complaining, you're far too old. You're too old. Like, Little Mermaid's not for you. You're, how old are you? When last do you think about Little Mermaid? Let's talk about that. You're just out here being stupid. I just don't get it, man. These people are sick in their head. So, I'm just finding it um, really, really, really funny because people are just just sick in the head aren't they they're just like so stupid like, as a grown as a grown person like what you decide to do is um get up go crazy um yeah get up go crazy and lose your shit about what colour a mermaid is But yeah. What? As a white as a white skin this is not really this is not no one no one's really going on here. What? How can you tweet this? Alright, so someone said Oh my gosh. Look how look how racist people. Look how racist people really try to like justify their racism. This is the most stupid thing I've ever heard. I haven't even read it yet, but it's stupid. My opinion on why mermaids are white. <laughs> my opinions on why mermaids are white is that they live so deep underwater that sunlight hardly reaches them. Thus the lack of melanin. It doesn't matter what ocean they're from, because uh, they could have been migrating seasonally like fishes seasonally like fishes we're just gonna gonna read that one again it doesn't matter what ocean they're from because they could have been migrating seasonally like fishes fantastic but maybe i'm thinking too much maybe you are alex then he says okay i'm slowly this is like politics. Okay, I'm slowly embracing Black Ariel after reading so much, so so much arguments. So, Alex, so, so many, so many arguments. Alex, Alex, come here. <laughs> after reading so much arguments from both sides, oh my gosh, it's ellipsis. Is five commas. So I can't listen to people like this, man. Write properly. Um, arguments from both sides, but I still want Little Mermaid. That's but I still want Little Mermaid that's faithful to the OG story. Maybe not this time, but in the near future, if there's another remake. Raw, you people. 
Wow. People are funny, man. People are really, really funny. Gosh, man said, I am slowly embracing. <laughs> it's a mermaid. It's a cartoon. Like, what is your problem? It's a cartoon, you know. People are going crazy over mermaids. Oh my gosh. I'm all in for Black Little Mermaid for Disney diversity, but cultural appropriation means Danish. What? Means Ariel is Danish and has red hair. What? How does it mean she's Danish? What the hell? I didn't dislike her, but we only want Ariel to stay how she actually looks like in an animation film with red hair and white skin. Is it too much to ask? And since they don't cast a white girl as Ariel, so what kind of Little Mermaid live action remake is this? Fam. I can't read this. I can't read this. As a matter of fact, this, this, uh, I hate that I don't know her name. Too. Hayley Bailey. Is that her name? <laughs> Oh, that's a joke name. Your name's Haley Bailey. Haley Bailey's a shit name. That's that's up there with Jussie Smollett. Haley Bailey. Parents, come on. Haley ba- Haley Bailey. Um, she actually does look like a mermaid though. Kind of cute. Haley Bailey. Oh my gosh. But I just want like a racist to like come and just talk to me. Like, come on, let's just have, let's just have a talk. Like, why, like, what's wrong with you lot? Like, why do you feel entitled to a cartoon? Why do you feel entitled to fictional characters? We just want her to stay, we, you know, one man tweeting, saying we, I just don't get it. Like, in, 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 in that sense, in my head, you're racist. Like, I don't really care. If you if you go, nah, I want Little Mermaid to like to like stay to stay to stay white. Nah, you're just racist then, aren't you? Just shut up. Like, it's a fictional character. Like James Bond and that. Like, why do you care? Cause soon enough, they're gonna make Little Merman. And no one's going to complain. No one's going to say, no, no, we wanted Little... Mer-. Well, actually, people will complain because they're dickheads. Oh, no, we wanted Little little Mermaid to, to remain Little Merman, to remain a woman, blah, blah, blah. Soon enough, there will be, like, a female, a, a male Little Mermaid. Like, that's the way the world's going. That's... You know, and it, and it can be, like, the problem with inclusivity. Like, this whole inclusion thing is all cool, but everyone's just going to get to the point where... It's that like everyone has their own little um, battle that they're fighting. Some just are not real battles. Like, shut up and go to work, man. Get up off your get off get off Twitter and go to work, please. Just shut up. Like I can just see it. Like, like in in some in some time in the world, there's gonna be you know there's gonna be something. Yeah, it's gonna be something, bro. It's just weird, like. I just look at this. 
<clears throat> I don't even have to read this tweet. I can just see like, this is not like a negative tweet. It just like mirrors what I'm saying. Grown ass adults fighting because a cartoon character is a different color. I've always wanted Mo- uh, Moana to be a red-headed, a red-headed ginger, but you don't hear me crying out about it. Every little girl deserves to have a Disney princess to look up to and everyone deserves to be a mermaid. Everyone deserves, every little girl deserves to have a Disney princess to look up to. The fuck? Why? Why? That's so stupid. That's so stupid. Oh my gosh. People just need, people just need to go away. I just, it's weird. People just need to stop it, man. Like, this is so crazy. Anyway, man. Like, I don't really, I don't, I don't know what to say about people. People are just weird. Like, how, how is this like, was, Oh, here we go again. Why am I questioning this? How is this the world that we live in? How is how is this how is this possible? How are people like this in the world? Now people are just dickheads. People are stupid. It's just funny though, isn't it? Like, like I don't even get. I'm not even like bothered by. I don't even. I don't even like I don't get bothered by by white people going on like this. It's just like okay, you just do what you're doing, isn't it? Like carry on carry on do what you're doing. Carry on making noise. Cause your noise isn't isn't gonna stop anything. Like, it's not going to stop anything, is it? Like, no. No one's gonna be like, oh you know what? Alright, my my bad. Like let me let me let me change it. Let me just let me change it. Like, let me let me make her white. Do you th- really think that that's what's gonna happen? F- people are so foolish, man. Like, you can't really think that that's what's gonna happen. You you can't really feel that your voice means anything, because it doesn't. Like, it, it, your voice means absolutely nothing. When people realize that, like, yo, my voice is pointless. I'm on mute to the world. I'm on mute. Like. You know, if people knew that they were on mute, do you think they'll text you? No. <laughs> oh, gosh. People could see, like, yo, I'm on mute. I ain't texting you. I'm just going to get pissed off. Oh, my gosh. People are funny, though. It's just hilarious. Like, that's what you're spending your time doing. My guy, get a job. Go make a sandwich. Do something. Do something different. Grown people. Grown people, you know. Like, the kids... This is what I've noticed as well. Kids are not... Ra- kids don't care. Kids, like... N- Little Mermaid came out when? 1998? Kids don't care. That means you were, what? 21 years old. Yo. That- Little Mermaid ain't for no 21-year-olds. It's gonna be a bunch of, like... People in their high 20s... Like, twenty. No, actually, yeah, it's about twenty, uh, twenty-four plus. 
are going to be like, oh my God, Little Mermaid. Because they were there when it came out. Granted, fantastic, cool. So they're going to watch that. And it's going to be the parents of that, like 40-year-olds going. Stop it, man. This is what you complain about. Look how many things are happening in the world. Let's talk about it, man. This this is... It's a mental illness. I've, I've really, I'm really beginning to, like, see, like... I think racism is on par with cannibalism. And if you eat people, you're sick. And it's just a fact. It's not, like... Let's not be politically correct about this. That is that is a fact. I don't think you can even be politically correct about cannibalism. You're weird if you're out here eating people. If you like seeing people like like look like you, like your own species. I don't mean colour or whatever or, you know, eyebrows. I mean species, human beings. If you're going to treat people differently because of their skin or whatever, I think you've got a problem. If you're going to eat certain people, I think you've got a problem. Why do you want to damage all we have? All we have is us. And this is what you want to do. I can't wait for black people to start losing their shit. And oh my gosh. Yo, one day, just get, let's, let's like start like a campaign. Let's start a petition for EastEnders to be an all black cast. That will send some people through the rooftop. Oh my gosh. Like no one complains. Black people never complain. Like, yo, 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 I want this. It should be this. Here. Every every little girl deserves a Disney princess. What the... F- why are you putting stock? Yo, why are you putting stock in Disney princesses as a, as a woman? That, that's where, oh, you deserve that. No, 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 no. You deserve a good home and some good cooked meals. That's what you deserve. And a loving family. That's what you deserve. And some beautiful words of affirmation and protection. That's what you deserve as a little girl. You deserve to be treated like a princess. That's what you deserve. You don't deserve a... What the hell? Deserve. What makes you feel like it's your God-given right to a Disney princess? What kind of foolishness is that? <laughs> so stupid. Oh, you know what? Forget it. Like, that was just... I wasn't meant to like, talk about that for too long. That's just dumb. It's just dumb. Just shut up. Get out of here. Get some juice, man. You look stupid. So... Revenge of the Dreamers came out, um, the Dream Dreamville uh, compilation album, and it's alright, you know, it's a good album. Um, a couple, I mean, it came out really quick because I kind of forgot all about it because in like January, J Cole was like, yeah. Um, Everyone in the studio called a bunch of people to come to the studio. We're like ten days, we're gonna make something, and then nothing came of it. So I was like, "Oh, maybe, maybe it flopped." But all of a sudden, it's just bang, bang, bang. Here we go, albums out. Um, and it's a good album. Like, a couple standout tracks are sacrifices. I can't even name the people who are on these tracks, honestly, because there's so many people on these tracks. Not all of them. Most of the tracks are about three or four people, but some of them just like, there's like nine on one track. But yeah, um, Sacrifices is hard. Don't Hit Me Right Now is hard. Um, got Me? Hey. Hey, Got Me? Ari Lennox? Oh, Ari Lennox and Ty Dolla Sign. That's all you need. All you need in life is a good, Damn, a good damn 
You need to make LeBron the point guard, as we've already done. We've we're almost there. We need a good picture of ourselves. We need a J. Cole and Kano track that you've been a part of. And we just need Ari Lennox and Ty Dollarsan to keep singing together. There's not much more in life. You know, that those things. If you're on a stranded island for a year, what do you take with you? I'm going to tell you what I take with me. No, it's not going to be like my, a big music catalogue. I'm going to take two songs. Uh, an ex- like a, a J. Cole and Kano track. Or Project. Let's take some projects. A J. Cole and Kano project that have a and odd and um, an Ori Lennox and Ty Dolla Sign project that they can A&R do, do what you want I don't I don't want involvement in that I just want to hear it and um, and just, just just the just the comfort of knowing that I've made LeBron the point guard <laughs> that's all I need on a stranded island no I don't need no book or no food I don't need anything I'm fine as long as I've got that Animals try it. I'm like, hey, but who made LeBron the point guard? They'll be like, wait, wait, let me let me back up. Let me think about this one real quick. Yeah, it was me. It was me. Way back when. Trust me. But that's all you need, man. That track is so hard. Got me. Dreezy killed it. Omen killed it. It's a hard track, man. Uh, the intro is hard. Um, down bad is I right, Lamborghini truck is super hard. Reason kill that. I pull up on you. Know that we gonna we don't I ain't just gonna slide on you, my nigga. We gonna slide, slide. Oh my gosh! I ain't just gonna slide when I pull up. I ain't just gonna slide on you, my nigga. We gonna slide, slide. That is a bar. Hey, that is a track. Lamborghini truck. Reason and cause. That is hard. But down bad. JID is JID is bad. But what this album done for me was like Yeah, it was good. Um J. Cole is sick. JID is really, really good. Uh Reason is hard. Ori Lennox is still Ori Lennox and it will only get better. I cannot wait. I love Ori Lennox. Uh Ty Dollar Sign just should should just like make music every day. Like I just want to hear like Ty Dolla Sign music every day, like soft music. I don't want to hear about Ty Dolla Sign to why I'm fucking you tonight. I don't want to hear. I don't like hearing like sex music. If I'm honest, like vulgar sex music. Just play like some soft stuff. I got you long as you got me. E he do all that. Oh, beautiful. Sing like that. Who you wanna love, yeah. Who you know can come through and get it right like this. That's Ori Lennox, you know. God, just sing like that. That's what I wanna hear, man. But yeah, J. Cole's sick, Ori Lennox is sick, everyone's sick. Um Buddy. Now I've been listening to Buddy for a little while. And He's been like an artist, like teetering. Like, a matter of fact, I think it was like a month ago. Like, I told someone, like, this guy is like a project away, like one project away from him being like my favorite artist, like one of my favorite artists. I just feel it. It's a weird thing to say. I know when I said it, I was like, ah, a bit weird, but it's true. I feel like Buddy is just on the brink of like taking over 
like is you know when artists like artists that you just listen to all the time but there was a time when you didn't listen to them all the time because well that's just life you just don't listen to like artists all the time but if you remember like think of an artist that you listen to all the time like for me I listen to I listen to um well that's all the time I listen to Nipsey Hussle all the time. Now, when did that when when did that become a thing? It was. It started really with Crenshaw in 2013. I was like, whoa, that's hard. And then, I think what really solidified me just listening to him all the time. Like I was listening to him. And I was like, yeah, 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 cool, yeah, I listen to him a lot. Then once he dropped Mailbox Money, I was like, okay, here we go. Then from then it's just been like I listen to him all the time. Like certain artists have that that time when it's just like bang for you, and it's 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 a it's a, um, a subjective thing because it's not going to hit the same for everyone. But like, I mean, when I, I mean, I started listening to Kendrick all the time from Section Eighty. Like, as soon as I heard that, I was like, "Yep, that's it. This is rap." Um, Drake, listen to Drake all the time since since I'm just going to leave that there. Just since. Um, J. Cole, listen J. Cole all the time since 2014 since Born Sinner listen J. Cole all the time since Born Sinner like Cold World Side Story that was cool and all Friday Night Lights that was cool and all Warm Up that was nice but and then it was you know what it was as a matter of fact it was truly yours it was truly yours. So, before, um, before Born Sinner, he released three EPs, Truly Yours, Volume 1 to 3. And I think he used number three as the bonus tracks on the deluxe version of Born Sinner. Yeah, I think that's what he done. He put like, the actual like, five tracks on it, like uh, New York... New York, New York, the one fifty cent. Put a few more tracks on there, but on the but the first truly yours was super hard, and since then I've listened to him all the time. So basically, like a couple of months before he dropped Born Sinner, listened to him all the time, and then he really solidified that with twenty fourteen Forest Hills Drive. Wow! So you see what I'm saying, like. Like certain artists, they they buy that from you, and it could be a track that brings it in. It could be anything that brings it in. Like Boogie, like I listen to Boogie like a lot, nearly all the time. I just keep going back to like everything for sale album. I've heard Bo- Boogie before, and he was nice, but as soon as I heard that album, I was like, yeah, you've bought you've bought that from me now. That's what it is. Like you have you have now bought my attention. It's when an artist buys your attention, like they kind of they own part of your attention. Like you know. Like now, it's it's like a fan, I guess. It's like I become a fan, I guess. Like it's like now, if an artist could know, like that's that's the moment there where, for me, anything else that you ever put out, I'm just gonna listen to it because you you bought that, you you bought stock in my attention, buggy. Like that's what you done, and I think Buddy is like, he's close to it. He's close to it. I don't know what it is. I've heard him before and I'm like, yeah, because I've obviously listened to Nipsey Hussle. He's been on like all of Nipsey's projects 
for a while now. I'm like, yeah, this guy's cool. And he's like, some of my favorite songs as well. I'm like, yeah, this is cool, but all right, cool. And I like, heard some tracks of his. I'm like, yeah, cool. It's all right. But then listening to him is a project, Harlan and Alondra, I think it's called. I'm like, mm, you know what? There is something here. Like, it's not there yet. I think if I just keep listening to the album, it will be there because I can't stop listening to that album. But it's just like, okay, cool. There's certain things in here that I, I'm not too fond of. But I know, I know with his next project, like, I just feel like, I'm not even like, I don't want to sound like I'm being like a stush fan. Like, no, not yet. <laughs> Playing hard to get, like, yes, no, maybe. No, I'm not doing all that. It's just, I feel like, yeah, he's like one project away from me. Like, really going, all right, then, cool. You got it now, bro. Yeah, let's go. Because I'll definitely, he's got my interest to like listen to the next project. Project came out when? February. I've got, I've got interest to listen to the next one, whenever that is. But Buddy on this Dreamville album was on, I watched the documentary. They said he'd done about 20 verses in three days, which is bonkers. Because he kind of like, he sings, he raps. He's just a, just a wavy guy. I'm not going to lie. He's just a wavy artist, man. He is cool as hell. Then he um ended up being on like four tracks and four just doing different things. Like he just killed it. That there, I just feel like Buddy, and I told Andy this, I just feel like, Andy, you've been mentioned three times now. I just feel like Buddy's on the verge of blowing the hell up. Like, you see, in that environment, if you watch this documentary, the Dreamville documentary, in that environment of, they said of something stupid, like a hundred and however many, however many, um, however many artists came through or how many invites they put out, um, there was a lot. There was a hell of a lot. So, a lot of people, um, yeah, a lot of people, a lot of um, music was made. There was just a lot of things that happened. So, I just feel like for you to walk into that environment and you're not part of the team either. Like, yeah, you're not part of the team. Uh, there's people in there more known than yourself. And you walk in and you go and do that. And do what he done. I feel like the message that that would send to people in there is is very special. I just can't find what I'm looking for. There's an image that I'm looking for that tells you about like all of the things that happened for them to get to this point. And I just can't find it. So, but I just feel like for you to walk in, for there to be like, I think it was something stupid, like 142 songs were made. Um, and for you to be outside of the crew, 
but yet still you've got four tracks on the album and you're not in the crew that is that's hard and some of the best tracks on the album you're on them that that is that, that is super hard like you need major respect for that and for you to like outside of what that's done for me listening to you for you to do that to the people in the room they're gonna have to like look at it and go you know what Ooh, okay. Yeah, they're going to have to look like, okay, cool. This guy's serious. I can't wait for all... We've only heard like four tracks on the album with him. All the other songs that are on the album... Sorry, all the other songs that didn't make it but were made. Here we go. I found it. 343 invites. One studio. So 343 people were invited to one studio, 12 studio setups, four cameras, 10 sleepless nights, 142 songs recorded, 18 final artists, 34, sorry, 18 final songs, 34 artists, 27 producers, nine Dreamville artists, one album. So 18 songs, 34 people on these 18 songs, nine of them were Dreamville artists, and out of them, Buddy was on four of them. That is hard. That is sick. That is so sick. I don't know if you heard of this uh, hip hop by the numbers thing, right? But hip hop by the numbers, uh, what they do? Let me just read what they do. So they do hip hop stats. Num- uh, hip, yeah. Hip-hop stats. Numbers are always my own unless dated. So they break down um, like just just rap into like proper like scientific stats and it's unbelievable. Well, mathematic stats, right? It's unbelievable. Okay, so so if (laughs) so the tweet about um Dreamville said if um, Dreamers 3 goes number one as projected it will be the most collaborative number one hip hop album in history Um, because there are 65 guest spots and they've got this from Tidal and Dreamville official credits number two will be Khalid DJ Khalid uh, Grateful with 50 uh, guest spots wow and number three will be Tupac All Eyes on Me with 43 so let me find what they tweeted about it, actually, about this album. Okay, cool. So, okay. Duh, 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 duh. I'm trying to find. Okay, here. So, so Revenge of the Dreamers splits. Rappers and and uh, and singers, 36. How many words were on the album? 13,074. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Dreamville had 58.6 of those words and non-Dreamville 41.4 This is crazy isn't it Number of lyrics in percentage J. Cole 18.6 J.I.D. 9.4 Loot 8.5 Johnny Venus 5.9 Guapdad 4000 5.7 Buddy 4.7 Omen 4.3 Cos 3.4 Alright and then 
Dr. Dot, 3.1. Bass, 2.9. Reason, 2.9. Smino, 2.6. Dante Hitchcock, 2.2. Dreezy, 2. Mez, 2. TI, 1.9. Ori Lennox, 1.8. Childish Major, 0.8. Where's Vince Staples? Vince Staples was on here, so don't know about that. And then, Wells Fargo, on a track that Buddy was on. Uh, So, verse words and slash rhymes right so so the amount of words in these guys sorry i'm doing this but i have to i can't i love this geeky stuff so the amount of words and then the amount of rhymes so buddy had 72 words 30 35 rhymes jid had 79 74 words 39 rhymes johnny venus had 70 words 34 rhymes guap dad 4000 had 68 words and 35 rhymes words per minute and rhymes per minute <laughs> so buddy had 360 words per minute 175 rhymes per minute this is crazy i can't even, i can't do this i can't do this this is crazy that is mad like whoever made that whoever made that that blog is crazy but yeah i'm just i'm excited i know i was meant to talk about like return of the dreamers that's cool you should listen to it but Buddy, for me, like, yo, I can't wait for Buddy's next project. It's going to be hard. And that's it, really. That's all I want to say about it. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the other thing, actually. That's what it done. Here we are. That's what it done for me. So it solidified that for me. It solidified that, yeah, Buddy is legit. And it solidified that Kendrick is scared of J. Cole. Like, I've said it before. Like, I've said, like, what I think about J. Cole being, like, the perfect rapper. Cool. That's great. But... No, yeah, Kendrick's scared. I think I think Kendrick fears J. Cole. I don't think Kendrick wants to be on a song with J. Cole. Anytime I've heard him on a song with J. Cole recently, he's singing. Cole is rapping. He done it on the American Dream track with uh Jeezy. J. Cole was spitting and he just came on like, I don't ride on for the traveling man. I don't walk away with my Bible in my hand or whatever he said. Cool, Kendrick. No, don't do that. Like rap. Right, you rap, right? You big, ain't you big, ain't you? You strong, right? Rap. What are you doing out here, man? So he he darted off pretty much. He didn't want it. And on this thing again, on Dreamers, he's on the intro. Everyone's rapping. He is oh, does me, I'm Kendrick, and you know when he does it like that voice thing and he just doesn't say anything, it's like, okay, I get it. You are scared shitless of J. Cole. That's what he is. You know what he's doing? They will do a track together, but he's he's playing the Mayweather card right now. That's what Kendrick's doing. He's playing the Mayweather card, and he thinks, he in his head, he thinks J. Cole is Pacquiao. And he thinks he can, like, delay it and wait for, wait for J. Cole to, like, finish chopping heads off, and then he can come in and go and just beat him up in a booth. That's not going to happen out here, Kendrick. J. Cole is not Pacquiao. J. Cole's going to come and get you. Like, I know. I can't wait for them to rap on a track. Kendrick doesn't want to rap. And and J. Cole has been busy since April, whenever that album came out, April 18th last year. J. Cole has not stopped. Has not stopped. He was on bag of features that he just buried. Then he puts out this album. And we know there's another album coming out. We know there's a J. Cole album coming out. I just can't wait for all the music to come out. 
we've got 18 songs and there were 142 recorded like I can't wait to hear like well obviously we'll never hear all of them but I can't wait to hear like some more that'd be hard they should just put out like little packs of just like little songs trust me you can't make 142 release 18 and go yeah that's cool we'll never release these ones nah that's not fair not in a competition not in a compilation like that because I mean if that's J. Cole who could who done that for his own album that's cool and all because you're already solidified but for artists that are still coming up they want to put if you've got all that work and all these new collaborations you want to put that stuff out I feel like that should definitely happen they should do like give it a couple of weeks or don't even give it a couple of weeks just keep going let's keep putting out bare tracks like a pack a week just two just two a week bang that that one eight eight triple eight dreamers thing that they do just keep doing that dropping just dropping tracks that that's what it should that'll be a bad thing just take over the whole summer that would just that would it's not like such a strong thing but it's enough to annoy people it's like oh come on man every time I put a track out like every time I want to put music out here comes J. Cole and Dreamville again just putting out some some music it doesn't have to it doesn't matter like if it's the most monumental music it won't get boring it won't get boring all it would do would would feed into um, helping out the rest of the people on Dreamville like it's just not enough for I feel like this album didn't do enough for for um, Cos I don't think Cos helped himself out on this album and I don't think that's I don't think that's the, his fault like the people I don't think it done enough for I don't think it done enough for Cos I don't think it didn't need to do much for Ari Lennox because Ari Lennox is the the solo singer in that group cool so it didn't need to do much for Ari Lennox Ari Lennox just came off an album anyway she's alright couple tracks in there cool I don't think it done much for her I think it done it done some stuff for J. Cole it done some stuff for Earth Gang it done very very well for J.I.D. Jiddy Jid uh, it done I don't think it done much for Bass it done a lot for... I mean, I'm just talking about as in Dreamville. Dreamville, the team. That's what it done. It done the most for J. Cole, J.I.D. and Earth Gang. That's it. The rest of them, like Omen. Omen had one one really good verse on Got Me. Omen didn't really do much on the album. Cars didn't do shit on the album. Um, he had one good verse. Just a lot of loot didn't do much. Like he's a real like unknown Dreamville artist in my opinion. Like well, from where I'm where where I'm standing, he's like a very like um, he's unknown to me. So I didn't really get to know him on the album. And tracks that he was on, he was like smothered by everyone else. So it's like, well, who are you? Is this even your voice? Who is this person? I don't know who it is because so many people. So I feel like there needs to be some more posse cuts. There needs to be more like Dreamville-centered tracks that come out where people can shine because obviously then it comes down to... I don't, think all, I don't think all of the best songs of that 142, I don't think they went, yeah, we're going to pick the, the top 18. No, that didn't happen. I think they, they decided to pick like... 
the best that they could to make a cohesive album and to spread it in a way that no one of their camp was missing. But I think we can do that now. I think we can go, all right, cool. The best song, I don't think the best song is out there. Because really and truly, like, Middle Child was on there. Middle Child, a solo just J. Cole track, didn't need to be on there. That was just on there to help J. Cole. That That's what tells me that, that's what's telling me that there's going to be a J. Cole album. Because Middle Child has already gone like platinum or two times platinum. Why are then you going to put this on this album four or five months later? You don't need to do that, J. Cole. Like, on a compilation album, that is the only track that hasn't got a feature. We don't need that. No, not at all. J. Cole's got an album coming out in the next two months. Two months, I'm going to say. Yeah, let's stop predicting things. Let's stop making... We've made LeBron point guard. J. Cole is going to come out... Where are we, by the way? We're in July, so it's August and September. J. Cole's coming out in September. J. Cole's coming out in September. Yep, that's what I'm going to say. J. Cole's coming out... Last week of September. Yeah, that's a nice time. J. Cole's coming out last week of September. J. Cole has to put an album out because what is this about, J. Cole? What, if I'm going by the lyrics of Middle Child, or I'm taking down names, I'm, you know, putting together my plan or whatever, cool. What is you putting that track on that album for? That is, you don't need to do that at all. That could have been replaced with something else. That tells me that the best song, you haven't heard it yet, the best song is not on that album. Maybe, maybe it is, but there are others. I don't think they've gone top 18. I think they went one, two, and three. They left out four, five, and six. And went to seven. Like, you know what I mean? There's, on average, there are better tracks out there in that pack that they've left out there. Definitely. This has to be. What? They left 126? Add eight equals, yeah. No, that's, what? That's adding six. It means they've left 124. Yeah, add eight equals that. Yeah, yeah. 124. There's 124 tracks still out there. Nah. I want to hear them. I want to hear at least another 15, another 20. And I want to know when I hear them, I want to know that they came from them sessions. I feel like they're onto something that I think that the marketing looks beautiful right now. The branding looks like everything is going well. They just need to keep pushing it. Forget that the album's out. Keep slapping people in the head. Stop treating this like it's boxing. It's not boxing anymore. It's MMA. If people are not knocked out, keep punching them. Kill them. Kill these people. I hope Dreamville heard this and they, they do that. But more more times than not, they won't. And Kendrick is gets on his bike every time he sees J. Cole. It's sad. You know, let me get some juice. You know, um, I was going to say. So, we're in July. And... I've been thinking about like the best albums of the year. We are going to do the best albums of the year again. The album of the year will be done again. And I have been like, I haven't spoken about it, but I have been taking notes. Yeah, so I've been, you know, I've been taking notes. Um, and uh, it's going to be, it's looking really interesting. It's all in my head. Like, I was thinking like, actually, it's looking really interesting. Like last year, it was very, I mean, I, I I couldn't help but 
create like a top 20 or something. But I whittled it down to the top 10. It was very hip-hop based. Like American hip-hop based. But this year, like it's looking, there's some more, there's, well, there's an R&B in there. I mean, there was R&B in there last year. I'm going to get on that LMA album in a minute as well, actually. But that this year, just off the top of my head, like albums that could make it this year that are definitely, you know, in consideration. Like, you just know, you know, uh, although it's only halfway through the year, you know, like, some of these albums that I'm going to mention, like, I know they're not going to finish, number one. Like, I know that. But, that I know that they're good enough to be in, in the running. I know that as well. But I'm very convinced that th- there'll be more music that's going to come out and just trump everything. Um... So right now, what I'm thinking is Buggy's album, Everything for Sale, will be in there. Um, Jim Jones's uh, El Capo will be there. Buddy's album will be in there. Uh, Ari Lennox's album will be there. Skepta's album needs consideration. Dave's album needs consideration. That's already on, what, we're already on on seven, I think. Wait, it doesn't really matter. Seven or six. Um, who else will be in there? Who else? Who else is... Oh, I had an album that was super hard. Uh, Freddie Gibbs' album with Madlib is super hard. Bandana. Bandana will need consideration. Yeah, Bandana will need consideration. Uh, when did Freddie come out, as a matter of fact? Because, um, nah, Freddie came out last year, right? Freddie, yeah, Freddie came out last year because the cutoff is. Matter of fact, this Revenge of the Dreamers album will need consideration as well. Uh, oh, Kehlani's album will need consideration while we wait. Kehlani's album will be up there. Drake look like his Drake looks like he's coming with an album. So, I mean, just sit tight and wait for that one, I guess. Uh, what am I looking for though? Freddie Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs, I swear Freddie Gibbs. When did Freddie come out? 2018, but when? June. Okay, cool. So that doesn't make it. Yeah, okay, that was that was in the running last year, right? Yeah. Nah, super interesting though. Like St. John's album, that was too late. A lot of album too early, sorry. Dom Kennedy. Dom Kennedy can't rap. Too too early. Eagle, I don't really know about this Tyler Crater album like too much, you know. It's alright, but yeah. Schoolboy Q's album, Crash Talk. Yeah. Yeah. There's some there's some music to get into, honestly. It's some some good music, so I'm gonna see about that. There's a lot to consider, honestly. Should be it should be fun though. And one of the albums of last year was LMA's, um, well, the name album was LMA. And a song that was just like slept on, because you know the songs that you speak about, trip, trip, tripping on you, my bad, my bad for tripping on you, tripping on you, and boot up, boot up and all that, and um, the one with her. Uh, some really good songs, but I feel like a, an album that was, a song that was slept on badly, was close 
I just heard, I listened to it properly the other day and I was like, whoa, this is easily one of the best R&B songs I've ever heard. As we dance close, come and kiss upon me slow as... Ayo! That is a V-I-B-E. <laughs> I hate when people spell things. That is a vibe, though. That is mad. It's easily one of the best R&B songs I've ever heard. I'll honestly beg you all to listen to it. I don't care if you don't, but you should listen to it. And you probably agree with me. You, probably, you know what? I, she kind of made LeBron... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see how she done it here. Yeah. You might not agree, but you would respect it. I'm telling you. It's a respectable R&B song. It's beautiful. And I just knew that... I just know. Had that been Beyonce... Had it been Beyonce... Like a legend like that. Oh, had it been someone that everyone pines over right now, Scissor. Had it not been like, had it been Beyonce or Scissor, people would lose their shit. People, oh my gosh. Had it been them two. I know it for, as a certainty. Had that been Beyonce, because Beyonce could have, uh, hey, Beyonce, Beyonce could have choked that song out. I'm telling you, Beyonce could have done a, a major move on that song. Even her could have pulled it off. But LMA's got it. And that is a song. It's such a beautiful song. And it's a slept on. Oh my god. I always feel like British R&B singers don't really get the respect that they deserve. Like Marsha Ambrosius. Marsha Ambrosius. Ambrosius? Ambrosius. Marsha Ambrosius is hard. She's better than about 80 to 90% of all of those American R&B singers. And she doesn't get the credit like that. I think it's because she's English. LMA, they're trying it, but they can't. LMA is like, yo, she's coming through with the bangers. So you can't really do it to LMA like that. But on songs like this, like yeah, I can see I can see if this was an American artist, they would have gassed it. They would have gassed it. I'm telling you. Listen to that song, that close song. Listen, I just want to see LMA live. That's all I want to do. I want to go to an LMA show by myself. Oh my gosh, I will feel beautiful. And an Ari Lennox. If anyone knows, whenever whenever Ari Lennox, I'm not good at like checking on things, but whenever Ari Lennox is like coming to England, please let me know because I'm be there front row, singing my throat out, sweating, doing all the hee, doing all that stuff with her. We got man, trust me. Really want to hear, see Ari Lennox live. But honestly though, listen to that LMA song, man. Trust me. Driving through the roof. Put some lyrics, dude. I want to break him down. Break him down for you. Yes. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Sound like Kyle. So yeah, and the lyrical breakdown this week is um, For Your Eyes Only from For Your Eyes Only, the Jake O album. Uh... Serves as a message to Cole's newborn daughter. I don't know why people got this, like... I know on, on For Your Eyes Only, he spoke about, you know, she's mine and it sounds like a girl. But... The other day, J. Cole said on Sacrifices, she gave me she gave me the gift of my son, plus we got one on the way. Like... I feel like J. Cole has a son. Like, I've heard that J. Cole has a son before. Like, no, he's got a son. But I feel like people looked into this album a bit too much and got it 
a bit confused because this album was a story about his friend. It was really about his friend and his friend had a daughter and his friend got involved in this life and his friend died and J. Cole got sent a message to the daughter from the father on this album. Um, but also J. Cole was talking about the way their lives kind of were parallel and J. Cole could have easily gone in his direction. But I don't know if J. Cole is ever talking about that he has a daughter. I mean, it doesn't matter, but it would just be a bit weird to rap. You gave me the gift of my son, knowing that you got a daughter as well. Unless he hasn't. Well, I know, actually. Well, I know. I don't know anything. But anyway, serves as a message to J. Cole's daughter and recounts memories for the daughter of a childhood friend. This person is most likely James McKillen. McMillan, James McMillan Jr., a friend who J. Cole speaks throughout the album. Um, Cole first recounts the life story of his friend who fell to the temptations of the world. And I've just pretty much said it in my way, I don't have to read that bullshit. But hey, basically, I'm kind of regretting making this like lyrical breakdown because this is a long ass track, but it's one of the best, like, it's one of the best tracks I've ever heard. Like, <laughs> This is storytelling to, to like, this is perfect, isn't it? You know what? The way it starts as well, man. But this song here, I'm telling you, when I heard it, right, I'm going to play it a little because why not? When I heard it, um, I was like, whoa. Listen to the album. I remember when Four Your Eyes only came out. It was December 2016. And I was listening. And I was like, wow, this is hard. Then when this song came on, because I knew that there was a, I knew there was a, um, what do you call it? Like an eight, eight minute song. So I was like, wow, that's a, a long song. When it came on, I was just like, whoa, that is sick. Like, the way it just starts, it just creeps in. And you don't really realise that he's just going to start killing it. And the album's got this like soft kind of feel to it anyway. But then when the drums came in... Hey! And it's the title track. And it's this long. You just knew he was going to go go crazy. Hey! Yo, listen, let me get into this. Niggas be dying on the daily. It seems my dreams faded far too long. The consequence is deadly. Can't visualize myself as nothing but a criminal. Control the block, serving up rocks and stay subliminal. Cause young niggas is hard-headed. They're letting off. Full of adrenaline, ignorant to what death can cause. Ain't no coming back, family dressed in black. Plus it's hot now. The cops outside. It's hard to flip a pack. My gosh. Cops are outside and it's hard, hard to flip these drugs. There's this J. Cole talking as his friend. He's not talking as from his own perspective. It's hard to flip a pack. And my daughter's got to eat. Her mama be stressing me like I ain't the one who put them J's on her feet. Like I ain't out in the field like that. I might be low for the moment, but I will bounce back despite the charges. Back to the wall. I fight regardless. Screaming, fuck the law. My life is lawless. That's what you call it. Ain't got to be no sidekick to see that this is the farthest thing from heaven. This is hell, and I don't mean that hyperbolic. That was bad. That's just bad, isn't it? I try to find employment, even if it's wiping toilets. 
but these felonies be making life the hardest, resting the temptation to run up and swipe a wallet or run up on your yard, snatch your daughter's bike and pawn it. That's why I write this sonnet. If the pressure gets too much for me to take and I break, play this tape for my daughter and let her know my life was on it. Let her know my life is on it. Damn. That's just hard. J. Cole's just, he just puts you in a place, doesn't he, with that? That's hard. But I'm not going to get into the, the hook, because the hook is just, for your eyes, do you understand? For your eyes, do you understand me? For your eyes, do you understand me? For your eyes, do you understand? Hey. Did he do this live? Because I, I went to this tour, actually. I don't think he'd done this live. No, he didn't do this live. No, he must have done this live. I just can't remember. You probably grow now so the song will hit you. If you're hearing this, unfortunately means that I'm no longer with you in the physical. Not even sure if I believe in God, but because you're still alive, it got me thinking that the spiritual is real. So I can be part of you still. My pops was killed too. So I know how part of you feels. Maybe you hate me. Maybe you miss me. Maybe you spite me. Life goes in cycles. Maybe you'll date a nigga just like me. This is just hard, man. J. Cole really like broke this down. Maybe you hate me. Maybe you miss me. Maybe you spite me. Life goes in cycles. Maybe you'll date a nigga just like me. I hope not. I'm tired of dope spots and fiends that smoke rocks. I've seen far too many niggas' hopes rock. I'm writing this because me and you... Sorry, sorry. I'm writing this because me and the devil had a dance and now I see death around a corner, apologising in advance. Don't know if I ever had a chance. At a glance, I'm a failure. Addicted to pushing paraphernalia. But daddy had dreams on. This is the heartbreaking part for me, you know. He's just talking to the girl. He's just talking to the daughter. Yo, talking about the pressures, like at a glance, you're going to think it's this, but no, like I had dreams. This is such a, such a, you can easily relate to this song. Like you don't have to be like part of this like life to, to like relate. You can easily see where people just go off like the tracks, like, yo, daughter's got to eat, got to do this. My life goes in cycles. Maybe you date, maybe you date a nigga just like me. But before that, he says my pops was killed too. He's already told you about the cycle. Like I'm already in a cycle. My dad was killed. But daddy had dreams once. My eyes had a gleam once. Oh, that is sad. Innocence disappeared by the age of eight years. My pops shot up. Drug related, mama addicted, so granny raised me in projects where thugs was hanging. Blood was staining the concrete. Older niggas I love talked like they was above maintaining the timesheet. That's slow money. Look at that picture that he's painted. Daddy had dreams once. My eyes had a gleam once. But innocence disappeared by the age of eight years. My pop shut up. Drug related. See, dad's dead. Dad was a dad was dealing drugs. Your mum's addicted to drugs. So granny raised me in projects where thugs were hanging. Blood was stained in the concrete. Older niggas I love taught like they was above maintaining the timesheet. That slow money. Picked up the family business. By the age of 13, six years later was hand in sentence. Round the same time is when you came into this world. 
me and, my, me and your mama was thinking, what the fuck we naming this girl? I told her Nina, the prettiest name that I could think of for the prettiest things my eyes had ever seen. Sorry, for the prettiest thing my eyes had ever seen. I was 19. Took me two felonies to see the trap this crooked ass system set for me. And now I fear it's too late for me to ever be the one that set examples that was never set for me. I'm living fast but not fast enough because karma keeps on catching up to me. And if the past becomes the death of me, I hope you understand. You know, this really gets into, it's not simply just about like, you know. This gets into like my fear of fatherhood, actually. Like, that's what this song does for me. Like, I don't have to, you don't have to be part of this life, but like, I have a fear of fatherhood, of like, I feel like I'd be cool, but I'm like, oh, from because of my own experience of not having a father or a father figure. So, you, I fear that whole like, oh, would I not, would I be able to like set examples that weren't set for me? Would I be able to do this? Would I like give my child like the same fatherhood experience that I received which is not having a father around and you know you don't know what obviously I've got all plans of hanging around and being there but you don't know what might happen you don't know what might change someone people change you don't know yourself tomorrow so I don't know if one day I'm like nah can't do it and I get off like you know I'll be there like thinking shit look at that because life goes in cycles my gosh and then verse three it's several ways that I could have... This is not... J. Cole hasn't said a word yet, you know. It's all him. It's several, it's several ways I could have went out. Too many to count. Was it the trigger-happy crackers that the badges give clout? Oy, that the badges give clout. Was it the young niggas blasting, frustrated because the cash running out? Niggas don't know how to act in a drought. See, baby girl, I realize my definition of a real nigga was skewed. My views misshaped by new mixtapes. That is so hard. That is so hard. And these kids need to like, hear that. Kids these days need to hear that. Talking about how like the lyrics obviously can shape your mind and make you change your perspective on things and influence you into like thinking this like what's real is actually fake or what's fake is actually real. Oh, I'm reading that again. My definition, my definition of a real nigga was skewed. My views misshaped by new, my views misshaped by new mixtapes. That is such oh. That can that confirmed the shit I learned in the streets was true. That real niggas don't speak when they beef with you. They just pull up on your street and let the heat at you. And if a real nigga hungry, he gon' eat your food. I was a fool. Spent all my time ducking school, ducking cops, ducking rules, hugging blocks that don't love you. I pray that you find a nigga with goals and point of views much broader than the corner. If not, it's gonna corner you. Oh my gosh, he is giving. He, J. Cole, this is it, isn't it? Like, this is when someone falls into that, just into that place. J. Cole's there. I pray you find a nigga with goals and point of views much broader than the corner. If not, it's going to corner you into a box where your son don't even know his pops and the cyclical nature of doing time continues. My worst fear is that one day you'll come home from school and see your father's face while hearing about tragedy on news. I've got the strangest feeling 
that your daddy gonna lose his life soon and suddenly if you and then he just switched it oh my gosh then he just switched it he was talking about his dad he was talking about from the dad's perspective then you switched it into his own perspective i'm reading that again i pray you find a nigga with goals and point of views much broader than the corner if not it's gonna corner you into a box where your son don't even know his pops and the cyclical nature of doing crime continues wow my worst fear is that one day you'll come home from school and see your father's face while hearing about tragedy on news i got the strangest feeling your daddy gonna lose his life soon and sadly if you're listening now it must mean it's true but maybe there's a chance that it's not and this album remain and this album remains locked in a hard drive like valuable jewels and i can teach you this in person like i'm teaching you to tie your own shoes i love you and i hope to god i don't lose you for your eyes only then verse four is just when it just it just i mean if, if that wasn't perfect enough one day your daddy called me told me he had a funny feeling what he'd been dealing with lately he wasn't telling i tried to pick his brains still he wasn't revealing but I could feel the sense of panic in his voice and it was chilling. He said, Jermaine, I knew you since we were children. I never asked you for nothing. When times was hard, I never had discussions with you begging you to help me. I dealt with the repercussions of my actions. I know you tried to steer me away from that shit, but that shit was in my blood. You know my life, nigga. What? That shit was in my blood. You know my life. I know your mama, nigga, send my love. In case I never get a chance to speak again, I won't forget the weekend spent sleeping at your crib. That's the way I wish my family lived. But my granny's crib was in the jacks. I interject like, nigga, what are you talking about? Fuck is you getting at? He said, listen, I got no time to dive into descriptions, but I've been having premonitions. Just call it visions from the other side. I got a feeling I won't see tomorrow, like the time I'm living on is borrowed. With that said, the only thing I'm proud to say, I was a father. Write my story down and if I pass, go play it for my daughter when she's ready. Oh my God. No, I'm starting again. One day, one day your daddy called me, told me he had a funny feeling. What he'd been dealing with lately, he wasn't telling. I tried to pick his brain, still he wasn't revealing. But I could, sense, I could feel the sense of panic in his voice and it was chilling. He said, Jermaine, you knew me since we were children. I knew you since we were children, sir. I never asked for nothing. When times was hard, I never had discussions with you begging you to help me. I dealt with the repercussions of my actions. I knew you tried to steer me away from that shit, but that shit was in my blood. You know my life. I know your mama, nigga, send my love. In case I never get a chance to speak again, I won't forget the weekend spent sleeping at your crib. That's the way I wish my family lived, but my granny's crib was in a jacks. I, I interject like, nigga, what are you talking about? Fuck is you getting at? He said, listen, I got no time to dive into descriptions, but I've been having premonitions. Just call it visions from the other side. I got a feeling I won't see tomorrow, like the time I'm living on is borrowed. With that said, the only thing I'm proud to say, I was a father. Write my story down, and if I pass, go play it for my daughter when she's ready. And so I'm leaving you this record for your eyes only. Don't you ever scratch it, disrespect it. This perspective is a real one. Another lost Vilstone. Sorry, this perspective is a real one. Another lost Vilson. I dedicate these words to you and, uh, and all the other children affected by the mass incarceration in this nation that sent your pops to prison when he needed education. Sometimes I think that segregation would have done us better, although I know that means I would have never...
be brought into this world because my daddy was so thrilled when he found him a white girl to take back to Jonesboro, Jonesboro with little Zack and Cole world, barely one years old. Now it's 30 years later making sure this story is told. Girl, your daddy was a real nigger. Not because he was cold. Not because he was the first to get some pussy 12 years old. Not because he used to come through in the caddy on some Vogue's. Not because he went from bagging up them, them grams to serving up them O's. Nah, your daddy was a real nigger. Not because he was hard. Not because he lived a life of crime and sat behind some bars. Not because he screamed, fuck the law, although that was true. Your daddy was a real nigger because he loved you for your eyes only. That is so hard. Like, people who, like, don't like J. Cole, piss off. Like, you're weird. Like, you you know how hard it will be to, for you to find me a better, like, hip-hop track than that? I know there's better hip-hop tracks, but let's talk about lyrics. Let's talk about storytelling. Let's talk about a journey that he took you on. Let's talk about language. Let's just talk about the concept you can't find much better than that in, in ever, ever. Weirdos. I'm telling you, I'm going to let this one play out as well, the symbol one. But anyway, thank you for listening if you have. And uh, yeah, that was it. That was cool. Anyway, catch you next week if you're around. In my freshest J's, I ain't slept days. Girl, you going to make me late undressing me. No, you ain't seen me since yesterday. But see, I got a date with destiny. Cause this is some of that our life changed Hope asked me is you ready for it? I looked around at all his nice things Told him nigga you already know it huh. Bitch I'm the man of the yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah Straight through this bitch Yeah What you supposed to do when the OG niggas don't get it? Lost what was once theirs, but they won't quit it. Homie, it's a new era. Middle finger to the suit wearers. Let me show you how to move in a room for the dudes that don't got a fucking clue how to do this. Probably work with cubes, so to them, this a Rubik. My president is black, but my jewel is still Jewish. So you know it calls, he making a killing off me. Red diamonds he designing got me shining. Spotlight cover my body, my chain blinding. A cop like runner, they wanna but can't find them. Me and Hobie Ho out on the same island. Uh, took the whip to the other side of Jamaica. Seen how he was living, said I gotta get my weight up. Formulated my plan, motivated by dreams. Parlay with my mans, motivated my team. Said, said, look, my niggas, we got a foot in. Being good is good, that'll get you true good in. But me, I want Jordan numbers, LeBron footing. Can't guard me, Vince Lombardi, John Wooden, garbage Harley. You niggas silly like Chris Farley. So like him, you'll be gone too early. Mama hands together like 630. Hey, Cole, keep a thick bitch, I like to call Big Shirley. All my 90s niggas is gon' get it. 18 and under, that's probably gon' take a minute. I'ma be here for a while, none of these clowns can hurt me. I'ma be here for a while, none of these clowns can hurt me. At the time of this rhyme, five years till I know 30. 
cold world in the summer brings snow flurries This next shit is in no way to boast But my city love breakfast cause niggas had toast early Coach had us doing jumping jacks Then sent us to the water fountain after running laps My nigga went and grabbed his book bag Threw it on his back and brought it to me Just to show me he was fucking strapped We was 12 years old, how was we to know better? I analyzed his life and see that he was so set up Live by the trigger, cause no father figure mean you don't got a nigga Coming around to got a nigga All you got is mama bringing home these riding niggas Blowing reefers, all the teachers do is ride a nigga So this is who I speak for To get a young nigga something they can reach for You better dream boy, yeah I stunk but I'm a little more realer When it comes from the heart, don't it feel more iller Watch my flow go bananas, I'm a little gorilla So pardon me, man y'all gon' have to pardon me They say I rip that bill too much, but that shit just a part of me It's going all through my arteries, who hard is me? You JV, I'm varsity, no field trip, ain't hard to see This real shit, you R&B, seen a movie with your bitch in it And listen, it will star me <laughs> Woo, that boy Simba crazy Hotter than Ike, turn the temper, you December maybe And know you wish me well, I know deep down you wish I'd fail It's judgment day, I'm here to get